So um, at the rectory, at the priest house, we try to have at least one kind of more uh, formal dinner together. And so uh, typically we start it with doing a holy hour together, then doing uh, a little evening prayer together, and um, then we get into dinner. And so um, I'm a big proponent. I've been to a lot of dinners, love hospitality, and I'm a big proponent and fan of uh, the happy hour. Um, it's very important. It's a very important part of any meal, of any dinner, of any special meal. And um, because what it allows to happen is it, it just kind of allows us to kind of unwind from whatever happened during the day, um, just to kind of uh, whet the appetite, uh, to prepare for the dinner that is to be had. And, um, but the funny thing is with Monsignor, I actually kind of have to fight him a little bit. Uh, our, our happy hour typically is like a happy 15 minutes because he's so, uh, it's just the German in him, he's like, just we have to have dinner now before like five o'clock. And so it's way too quick. So I've, I've, I've had to kind of train him to be like, actually, this is important for us just to kind of relax a little bit before dinner. And so I won't touch my dinner until I finish uh, my drink right before it. So, um, and so I think we've all kind of experienced, you know, maybe perhaps at a dinner party or a wedding, uh, that there's this kind of this order, um, whether, you know, it's from the happy hour to just the courses, to dessert, to dancing afterwards, to a program. Um, and there's all these factors that kind of really help us to, um, to really open up and share and be attentive to those at our table, to really kind of dive into the deeper things in our conversation, to share more of our hearts with friends and perhaps strangers who we happen to sit with. And uh, it's all these factors, all these different things that help uh, allow us to enter in a deeper conversation. These things that would simply uh, elevate a, din a dinner from simply a meal uh, to something a little bit more transcendent where it's not just simply feeding ourselves in order that we might function to do uh, the work of the next day, but it's actually an opportunity to share heart to heart with those people we're around. And so today in the first reading we hear um, the prophet Isaiah, he, he exhorts the Israelites to observe what is right and to do what is just. And then just a little bit further down, he explains, you know, what one of those things is. And he says, um, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, them I will bring to my holy mountain. So um, one of the things that we're supposed to act out is we have to keep the Sabbath, have to keep Sunday free from profanation. So what is profanation? Well, uh, the root word is profane, and the Latin's uh, profanus, and it simply just means outside the temple. So, in a spatial way, right here, this is the church, uh, this is the sacred. You know, this is set apart. It's set aside for a, a special sacred purpose. And when we leave those doors, that's actually, uh, in old churches, that's actually called the profane space. And it's not like a negative connotation, it just simply means outside the temple. And so, when we speak about profane in a general sense, all that means is all that activities of the world that we typically do, uh, which are, you know, good in themselves, you know, work, school, hobbies, sports, uh, etc. Um, but there's this acknowledgement that to keep uh, the Sabbath holy, we have to keep it away from profanation. And so what does that mean for us on just a more kind of uh, technical way? Well, just as I was, I was kind of talking about this dinner, this importance of uh, 
this, this happy hour, which prepares one to enter into the dinner to make it more than simply a meal. The same is true for every single Mass, uh, and it's the greatest feast that we could have here on this earth where we actually receive uh, our Lord body, blood, soul, and divinity. And uh, sometimes there's a temptation um, to just kind of kind of rush into Mass. Like, you know, I don't know how your mornings are, but there's probably tons of things going on. If you have kids, you know, it could be a real uh, struggle and task to get everyone here and on time. Um, and the reality matter is, just like any dinner, if we rush into it, uh, we, we haven't unwound. We really haven't opened ourselves to kind of transcend the profane, just the normal. You know, we're still kind of distracted. Uh, we're still sometimes out of breath from trying to rush and make it on time. And so if you really want to make this meal really impact us and just simply be more than a meal, but this place of transcendence, uh, there also has to be this prior preparation, you know. And uh, for today, for example, at Mass, I'm always try I always do a holy hour before I do my Masses. And again, obviously, um, that's by no means expectation. But the reality of the matter is that if we really want to enter this Mass, uh, just five, ten minutes of prayer, uh, and perhaps maybe it's not, you know, it's earlier in the morning or right before Mass, uh, it's kind of that, that, that place, that time of unwinding and kind of pushing away the distractions of the work week, uh, all those tasks in your head. And, and we need that time to just kind of unwind and whet the appetite for the feast that we're about to participate in, that we will receive Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And so, um, just going forward, I think we always want to consider and discern, you know, how can I make this sacrifice? How do I make this just simply something more that I have to check off for the week? And it, and it goes in with making all the things that make a good meal great, is that it needs all its parts in order to be properly enjoyed. And so my encouragement is just... Um, for us, and then myself too, sometimes I could be distracted too, is just to take a little time, sometime in the morning before we go to Mass, and in a certain sense to unwind from the work week and prepare ourselves uh, to, to receive our Lord. And so we want this, um, this Eucharistic celebration to be simply more than a meal. We want it to be transcendence, and that takes us just making time for the proper preparation. And so moving forward, uh, may we go forward and prepare ourselves to receive our Lord today.